Hello, everyone. Welcome to our episode of Such a Time as This. We're so excited to have you guys on our show. Um, this is a podcast where we're going to go in a little bit deeper in reference to all things abundance, really kind of focusing on cultivating gratitude and contentment. It's been a while since we had an episode. We've all been over here lifing and really just doing the work of the Lord. And but we're super excited to connect again. You know, we really do uh, believe in um, the, this podcast, which brings a table or reference for us to really showcase and highlight uh, how we do life with the Lord. You know, we focus on family, we focus on our faith, we focus on business, and really how we are cultivating an abundant mindset in every day of our lives. And so we know this is the season to where, you know, we are really here to uh, focus on the reason for the season, which is Jesus Christ. And it's always such a blessing to honor our Lord and Savior. But we have so much going on in the world today, right? We are traversing in, in uncharted territories. We are diving in new explorations and new journeys and, trans and transitioning with families. We are creating or curating our businesses or, you know, just journeying through life. And we also know it's a lot of information overload, too, with the news happening, with all of the Internet stories or just things happening. So, we wanted to take some time just to um, really have like a heart to heart or a moment to really kind of unpack what's been on our hearts um, in reference to, first of all, us being so grateful for life, so grateful for our Lord and Savior, um, and really just thinking about, you know, thankfulness and thinking about us being content, contented and having contentment in any situation that we may be faced. And also just being steadfast and immovable is what the Lord says, right? And so us as the believers, we know that the Lord is our firm foundation and that we can trust in him and that and know that he will guide our paths and he will direct our ways. And so no matter what stage of life we're in, no matter what uh, mountains we may be at, well, no matter what valleys we may face, no matter what area of life or whatever paths we're traversing, we know that the Lord is always near. He's in us in our peaks and he's with us in our valleys and our lowly places. Um, there's no place where he is not as he is omnipresent. And so we just really want to kind of share upon our hearts, you know, the gratitude that we have for, for the Lord, but just understanding, you know, the, the, the the way of this world, right? We live in a very hostile environment and it's not easy to walk a faith-driven life. It's not easy to navigate um, and to walk not by sight, but by faith, right? It's not necessarily easy. And we do have emotions and feelings and things that really, really can concern us and how to, you know, and how to traverse in this uncharted territory. But to know that we have a group of believers together here on the call to really kind of talk through that and really unpack. And we have our Lord and our Savior who tells us that he is our front and our rear guard. And we believe that he will definitely make every crooked path straight. And so we're just walking in knowing that it is him who will complete the good work in us. 
and that we have our reliance and our faith in him and know that we are a support system to all of you all who may be listening, who may be in different facets, right? The holiday season can bring on so many emotions because we are, it's a time of gathering. It's a time of Thanksgiving. It's a time of fellowship. It's a time of gift giving, but it also can be a, a hard time for those who may have lost loved ones. Um, those who may have had breakups, right? Those who just may be lonely or isolated are those who just may be in a transition of life where things are not adding up as they would like. So we just really wanted to kind of level set and just really be even open with where we are in life. We've traversed to get uh, amongst some really um, unimaginable things ourselves as a group and, and, and as a podcast host and in some of the, um, things that we do life with together. We've really been going through as well. But what we do know is God has shown up and shown out and showed his glory amongst us and has um, really proven that he has us in the palm of his hands. And we believe that nothing will snatch us up out of them, out of his hands. And we believe the same thing for you all. And we want to be that support system here at Be Abundant for encouragement, for motivation, also a place where, where you all can receive prayer. And so this is just for us to kind of, you know, come together and just have some real talk and real dialogue. So I have my girls here with me on today. I have Chastity over here from DC. We have Rosalind by way of H-Town. She's in our town. Yes. And then we have Keisha B all the way from Seattle, beautiful Seattle. And so we are super excited to have our girls on. And so Again, we just really want to, you know, have some open dialogue. So, Chaz, let me just kick it off with you. You know, what's going on with you? And, you know, what's been upon your heart or your mind in regards to the things that we've talked about? Gratitude, contentment, or steadfastness? What's what's coming up for you? Thanks, Cree. Um, some things I was just, you know, thinking about and reflecting on that's been on my heart and mind has been around gratitude. Um, and especially thinking about gratitude on a daily basis when, you know, you're going through struggles and challenges. And I can think back of some family conversations we've had where, you know, people have been honest and just confessing that they're tired and life is hard and people are mean. And so really being able to just take time to just recognize that sometimes those situations happen, but it doesn't mean that that's has to be your whole life or perspective. And so, you know, I've been thankful where I really do have a perspective of gratitude and really being thankful for each and every day. And I kind of say my personality is my personal reality. So I try to look for the good in people and then I find the good in people. Um, and so my hope is that um, people will take the time to um, just recognize the good, whether it's having that best friend, um, a family member, um, you know, getting something that they desire, um, that even though some things may be dark um, for a little while, that there's going to be light, there will be breakthrough. Um, and just to take the time to know not to be hard on yourselves. And it's okay to have those challenges. It's okay to have those struggles. Um, but just know that's not where you have to live at every day. And that if you are able to see a new day, that's a blessing in and of itself. And so 
I want for people to know that if they've gone through a struggle or abuse or trauma, not to allow that person or entity continue to have power over them. And so if there's something that you can do to um, regain that power, to focus on the light, um, the joys that are in the world, um, and recognize that there's so many great things to be grateful for, um, even if they're small things, we'll take the small wins. And I challenge you to um, look for good and you'll find good. Yeah, that's that's on point, um, Chaz. Um, definitely looking, um, putting your mind on what's good, what's beautiful, what's pure, right? You know, I think that's that scripture that I'm thinking about is really thinking upon the good things, um, even in spite of what you may be facing um, and really just kind of regaining that power in your belief, right? And really believing that we can... Um, um, see what we believe, right? We can, I don't really like the word manifest, but that's true, right? You, you, based on the word, we our words can create worlds and we can actually see from the authority that we have in Jesus Christ, things happen, atmosphere shift by what we believe and then what we speak. Um, and not to say it's always, you know, uh, right on time, but knowing that with time and with the hand of God, he will shift thing. And so, um, yeah, that's right on point. Um, Chaz, thank you for elaborating on that. Um, Ross, you know, what's been on your heart, girl? What's been on your mind? You know, I know it's been a lot with, with the transition and all of that. So share with us. Yes, that's a good, um, this is a good topic to talk about contentment and gratitude while you're in transition, because I looked at the definition of gratitude and it says, gratitude is when you feel thankful for the good things in your life. This could be stuff people often take for granted, like having a place to live, like me moving to Houston and having an apartment, food, clean water, friends and family. Gratitude is taking a moment to reflect on how lucky you are when something good happens, whether it's small or big. And so what I realize is that gratitude is basically being um, thankful and appreciative to God for what he's doing. But contentment is being okay, no matter what state that you're in. And what I want the people and the listeners to know is that God is teaching me in this season that even though my bank account might not be what I, as many zeros as I want it to be, and the job transition is not exactly where I want it to be, and everything does not seem like it's in the perfect place that I want it to be, God is teaching me to be content no matter what. And so whether you're balling out of control or whether you're broke or whether you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse or whether you're single, like God wants us to be content in him. And so what I'm learning in this transition is that it's one thing to be grateful, but it's another thing to be grateful and content in a situation that you don't necessarily like, because that takes the Holy Ghost to be like, I don't have a job I want but I'm good. And I'm grateful the fact that I'm working and that God is still, if I lean and press into the Holy spirit and, and I press into God, um, it doesn't necessarily change my circumstances, but it changes my perspective. And I think that God honors a grateful heart. He's, he honors being thankful for what he's giving you and that he always has more for us. But I think a lot of times we have like the give me, give me type of attitude, or we have the, um, we're just, we don't have a posture of gratitude or a, po a posture of thankfulness and coming out of, you know, or going into the holiday season, I think it's really imperative that as believers, we stay stuck on that no matter if God does not, if he doesn't do another thing, that I'm going to be content in him, not necessarily in my circumstances, because my circumstances may change. They might be better to worse to better to worse, because being in God is constantly being in a state of uncomfortableness, but being content in God, no matter what 
takes a level of maturity that I thought I had, but I'm learning that I need more of. So that's what I'm working on. I think that's I think that's right on par, Roz. You know, you know, having contentment in the face of transition, or being or having a sense of gratitude while being contentment—that's a whole nother uh, skill set <laughs> um, that you that needs to be developed, especially when it's a place where you, like you said, where you don't necessarily want to be. And especially with us as being seers, like we can see the expected end of a thing, and then not necessarily be in that place. And then, you know, so talk about that a little bit more in detail too. Like, you know, you know where God said your, you know what God said for your life. Um, you know, and you're you're believing for this expected end, right? Which is glorious, which is fruitful, which has abundance, right? But you're in this place of, you know, oh, it's not quite there yet. Um, but I'm still hopeful, I'm still believing. Like, how hard has that been for you? Like, I, you know, I know. You know, how hard has it been for you to really like walk in it? Because you see it, you see it, but you're like, you see it, but I can't really attain it as quick as I want to. So as a, as a seer, how do you kind of balance that out? <laughs> well, some of it is I don't. Sometimes I'm a buster and fall and bump my head and be like, oh, woe is me. What is the Lord forsaken me? Because I have a bad day like everybody else, right? Even as a seer, you're still like, which is so ridiculous because you know what the expected end is because God has shown it to you. You're able to see it. But one thing that God is so gracious in is that when you begin to have a pity party or when you begin to be like, is this ever going to happen? Because I know there's somebody out here that's that's waiting for a spouse, that's waiting for the callback for the promotion, that's waiting for their relationship to be restored with their parent or their sibling or whoever, or they're just waiting on something to turn, right? And as you are waiting for the turn to happen or the shift to happen, you can be discouraged because the enemy gets you discouraged with distractions and all kinds of stuff. But what God is so gracious how God has been so gracious with me is that he has, he always reminds me of my resume with him. And as I begin to think back over my life of all the times that I was in that waiting in that transition period, that whatever he showed me always came to pass. And it might not have came to pass the way I thought it was going to do, but it always was either bigger or better than what I could ever imagine. And so just even like I was telling you ladies earlier, you know, just coming to Houston and basically taking a pay cut to step up. A lot of times, you know, God will have you take two steps backwards to go five steps forward and people don't, and the, and the world system of people don't understand it. You know, I kept standing on that scripture and I'm paraphrasing, so y'all don't come for me Bible scholars, but there's basically a scripture that says that God will not shame you or embarrass you in front of other people. And that was stuck with me because all the time that I was moving from North Texas to South Texas, that people that I love, that I thought people that love me, that just don't understand how God moves in my life were like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you taking this pay cut? And why are you just going all, you know, four hours away to do something you could do around the corner? Like, why are you doing that? But God was so specific about how he was setting me up. And I wasn't for sure. You know what I'm saying? I know that I saw what, and I know I heard what he told me, but I wasn't for sure. So Cree, like you guys know, I took the job, which was like low, on a low level, knowing that I was going to get, you know, like back to where I was. 
and I hadn't even been at the job 90 days and I got the, the call back for that position. So what I'm telling you is that God will do things along the way to, to confirm, like, this is what I told you to do. This is where you're going. You did see that properly. It's okay. And so even though you don't know all the details from point A to, I didn't know from the time I started the job to two weeks ago when I got the call that was going to put me back right in right position. And I'm still waiting on the details. It was just a reminder that it just was a confirmation that like, yes, I did hear you properly. I did see what I, I did see what I thought I saw. It wasn't just like my mind or me making that up. God is very strategic. And a lot of times God is working on the outside to do the steps to get you to where he needs to be. But he's got to put everybody else in right position. And so I know enough that on the waiting game, it's, you know, you, he can be glorified and that, you know, there's something to learn in that and that. Uh, and that part of that is learning to be content, waiting, saying, okay, I'm good. I'm going to stay right here. It's kind of like if you got a boo and your boo is like, stay at the Tiffany store. I'm going to be right back. Like, just stay at the door. I'm going to be right back. You ain't going to be like, why he got me standing at the Tiffany counter? You're not going to be like that. You're going to be like, right. I'm at the Tiffany counter because he got something for me. So that's mm -hmm. kind of how I've, I've really tried to train my flesh to try to be in this space where God is like, you know, you're the recipient of the gift. And if you just stay where you, so if you, if you stay in the right posture and right position, when it's time for me to unveil the gift, you want to be in the right place. And if you move around and you can't stay where you're supposed to, you're going to miss out on that. And I can talk about that too. And so some of that is just having a spirit of contentment with saying, Hey, it's okay. To, like, like, I don't really like this space. It's uneasy. It's unsure. I don't know. And then God will do small stuff along the way to confirm like you in the right place. You may not feel comfortable, but okay. Yeah, that's so good. And then, you know, sometimes too, we want to see the expected and we want that gift, but God is like, he wants the journey with you. You know what I'm saying? He wants to hold your hand and walk you through the next phase. Like, I feel like he finds delight in building us up, right? Our, our character, our trust in him, all of that is really the journey that he really, really likes, even though we want to see the God, what, what you have for me? Like, I'm ready to walk in the blissfulness, you know? And so, um, you know, and we know that life is not always cookie cutter, but we know in eternity, that's where our true treasury is anyway. But he says that he will give us life here, even in, in the land of the living. And so that's where that abundance come from and us expecting the good even here and now. So, yeah, I just, I, this is a scripture that was coming up for me, Philippians 4. Uh, 11 and 13, it says, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances, I can do all this through him who gives us strength. And so, yeah, that's, you know, he gives us the strength to endure and to walk through even places we don't like. So you right on par with that, Roz. And thank you uh, so much for that. All right, Keisha. Hey, what's, what's up with you, girl? <laughs> I just love that discussion about, you know, with uh, talking about gratitude with all three of you and, you know, and contentment. And um, I'm kind of going through the same situation where I recently was laid off from my employer a couple of months ago. And I ended up getting another job, got an offer, um, working in the job now. And it's just, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing and waiting on that next step. And one of the things that encouraged me and reminded me, Roz, when you talked about how um, when we're in a season of waiting, how we really got to think about um, how God, you know, how, how he did, uh, you know, miracles for us in the past and how he delivered us in the past and how he was able to get us out of situations. And so just really to trust in him more deeply um, is is something that really encouraged me from that. And, um, and then also, you know, just really being mindful and careful of, of what is coming out of our mouths. 
Like, what are we saying? Like, the, one of the greatest measures of contentment is to say, you know, okay, when, when we're under pressure, like, what is going to come out of our mouth? Um, so I don't know. So, Cree, what's really been on my heart is talking about balancing the pursuit of abundance um, and material wealth with spiritual growth and generosity. So that's one thing that's really been on my heart. Um, when I think about Jesus and how he wants us to live life and live it more abundantly, you know, he really wants us to have dominion. Um, so, you know, he wants us to have dominion over the fish, over the air, and for us as believers to really step out and to do the call, whatever it is that he has for us to do in, in our lives, um, because there are souls that are at stake. Um, and a lot of times so when people are called to great things, um, there can be that temptation for, you know, okay, you know, God has given me this gift. God has given me that gift. You know, I'm doing really great, doing really well. Um and 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 some folks pride can can sometimes bubble up, and so is how do we balance that and you know and the great things that God is calling us to do in the earth? How do we keep our mind fixed on doing that, not for our own sake, but for the kingdom of God? And so I think a lot of that is um, you know for me, and then for even folks that are out there listening, um, you know balancing generosity and and spiritual blessings and all of God's gifts versus you know material wealth and the things of the world is is making sure that whatever we're doing we're seeking first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness so that everything else can be added unto us so as long as we are keeping our minds um, focused and fixed on doing it for the kingdom and giving his glory giving him glory you know, I, I think that kind of that helps from a perspective of of, of not um, allowing it to thinking thinking that we did anything in our own strength because we're not doing anything in our own strength. We're doing it all in his strength and it's for his glory. Um, the reason why people are, you know, we we make money, especially in the kingdom of God. Um, and even for all of us, you know, we have income, we have jobs, but we're not necessarily doing everything. So like my pastor used to say, so we can drive 14 Cadillacs, <laughs> you know, we want to do it for the kingdom of God, because there are people that we have to feed that are homeless. There are folks out there who, you know, may be on their last month's uh, savings for their rent, and they're not able to, to finance it. And so God wants us to be able to jump in there and be able to help them out where we can. So um, I think that all of that really is derived from having a pure heart. And, you know, and purifying our heart and keeping our hearts and mind fixed on him. So, no, I mean, I think that's good. That's that's a great revelation. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, you talked in so many different levels of it, but, you know, you said it right on. It's a gift. And, you know, you know, knowing that we are given something and it's freely given. It's not based on merit. And it says what um, gifts come, come without repentance. So you can be that's why you have what false prophets and. Uh, and and you have uh, psychics and all of these kind of things. Like they still have the gift of sight, but it's not coming from the right source. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it's so gifts come without repentance. So you know if you know who God is and you know 
that it's him that's giving you this gift, you know, you have to rely upon him. And it's not a matter of pride, you know, and it's him who freely gives and who freely takes away as well. So not to say that he will take away the gift, but he will take away the source, <laughs> which is him. And so, um, and so I think it's just a level of uh, uh, really revisiting. I always, you know me, I'm just here. You got to keep the main thing, the main thing, even in elevation, even with the increasing yeah. in the deafness of his, revelation because all of it is revelatory right Re whatever gift you have whether it's prophecy whether it's a gift of healing whether it's a gift of tongues any other any gift that god gives a gift of charity is god who gives us this gift and we have to what lean into him for him to empower us even if it's through the work of our hands because it's the, the word tells us Y'all know that it is him who completes the good work in us it's the holy spirit within us that empowers him to do a work in us by us yielding, right? All of that is him, right? And so us breathing is him. And so it all equates to him. And I think, you know, it's just something that that I know I'm very sensitive of in my walk is people, you know, say, oh, you, you can be humble. I am very humble because I know that I move and breathe only because of him, you know? And so we only, you, you know, I think that needs to be said because a lot of people are, have experienced church hurt or experienced a lot of different things. And it's and not to say we all are fallible. We all fall short of the glory of God. But when God, God can use a person, a person not be right. And that's okay. That's, it's for us to pray for them, but don't run from God because of a hurt situation or a hurt thing. We need to pray and encourage and come to and find a solution for you, for that person to get healed or restored. Um, but knowing that people can take uh, advantage or manipulate the gift, right? Um, and no, that's the reason why we don't worship man. We worship God. So I think that was great on, I, you know, I done went into deafness about it. That's like a point for me. Um, but, you know, one of the things too, that you said, um, you know, what was coming up for me was Hebrews 13 and five, when you talk about the monetary point and us making money and having a living, you know, even in that, we know that God wants to give us income and increase, right. And, and, we do that through the currency, right, of the dollar right now for the U.S. But, um, but that could be in the back. And back in the day, it was trade, right? It was, it was, it was, it was metals or fine metals. It was whatever was deemed valuable, right, to to man. And so, but the scripture that was coming up was Hebrews thirteen and five: Keep your lives free from the love of money, and be content with what you have, because God has said. Never will I leave you, nor will I forsake you. Again, that goes back to the source, right? And so we know that he's the one who provides for us. And so we lean on to him um, to be that provider for us and whatever means he wants to and give us that level of increase. And so, and, you know, it's just right on par. So thank you so much, uh, Keisha, for that insight and that revelation. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to just share some things that have been upon my heart in reference to this, um, this has been an interesting season for me. You know, this has been um, um, the one year passing of my mother during the holiday season. Um, you guys know we went through some transition with one of our dear friends. Um, and um, for me, it's just been a spectrum of emotions uh, because God has been given and granted me extreme favor in business pursuits and and elevation in spiritual matters and 
uh, just having to go through the spectrum of the highs and the lows and not, not really knowing how to balance all of that in the midst of it. And so the only thing I can say is, ooh, I've really been going through some growing pains, you know, in regards to abundance, first of all, because it's a paradigm shift and you really see that there's no limitation in God, but it's really understanding how is he navigating and how to stay in the stream of the flow of him despite it all. So I'm moving in that in the, in the way that God has taken me with favor and, and elevation and increase in one area, but I'm still going through another area of grief and sorrow and helping others along on their grief and sorrow and trying to manage all of that um, with our day-to-day lives. Cause y'all know, y'all know we wear multiple hats, right? And so <laughs> we have, you know, family, we have God, we have spouses, right? We have kids, you know, we have our, 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 our daily grind, right? And then we have the vision that God has given us and the ministerial call upon our life. And then we have our circle, right? That our, you know, that is like our support system. And, you know, and so it's a lot that we are navigating. And when Chaz mentioned earlier, like people saying they're tired and they're weary. I mean, I came from a conference and one of the girls, one of the ladies is saying, what I realize is in this season, the enemy is trying to wear the saints out. He wants to wear you out. And so I was just thinking about that mentally and really trying to ground myself in the fact of you cannot bear the weight of the world. That's not what we are called to do. We're not called to bear the weight of the world. We're not called to bear the weight of people and what they're going through. We are called to intercede, right? We are called to support, but God is the bearer of the weight, right? That's why he tells us to cast all of our cares upon him for he cares for us. And so God really had to deal with me in this journey about um, me not being little Jesus Jr. because I got sight and I got a good heart. You know what I mean? Like you can't be out here trying to do everything when I have you on a specific mission and I have you, I have a specific purpose and a plan for your life. And I don't need you to deviate with that because you have a heart, uh, to want to go help someone. I have angels that can go help. I can go, I have angels that can go minister to them. You stand firm in your position and pray and intercede, but don't take on another person's weight as if it's yours because your heart is sensitive. And that's when the Bible tells us to guard our heart. And so I didn't really understand all of that to that degree into the season, because like I said, it was just a spectrum of things. And I didn't even know how to even own um, what I was going through because it should, I was going through a phase of life to where I really should have been celebrating myself, uh, celebrating what the Lord has done for me and I couldn't. I felt guilty. I felt like I, I shouldn't even do this. Um, you know, and, and, you know, of course, my friends and my support system will always know you should be happy for what the Lord is doing. But it's just hard when you have a heart for those you love and you want you, you know, we. I want us all to eat. I want us all to have victory. I want us all to enjoy every season of life together. And when that doesn't happen for me, I take things very personally. I'm like, I'm not moving and shaking until we all can come into it, you know? And the thing is, God is like, I got that part. Let me handle that part. Let me handle that person's journey. Let me handle this situation. And you receive what I have for you because this is going to help 
all of those that you love as well, you know? And so it's kind of like being that pioneer or walking in uncharted territory. You know, we all have had that. And, and so that's that growing pains of like, Ooh, even, even though I've received a level of elevation and a level of promotion that I hadn't ever seen before, it's still uneasy because I, you also get what you call it, um, uh, uh, imposter syndrome, right? So, you know, you have imposter syndrome the way you like, oh God, like, like you were saying, you'd start thinking that you could do this in your own right. No, this is always a God thing. It's always going to be beyond you. It's always going to be beyond that. So you start feeling small and God is like, I'm in you. I need you to be bold and courageous on what I'm going to do, you know? And so, you know, just really, 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 you know, standing firm for me in this season and being able to guard my heart and to be able to receive the blessings of the Lord in due season, you know, because the things that God has been telling us too, is like we have sown in good ground. So we should expect a harvest, right? We should expect it. And even though it doesn't come in the time and the season that we want it to, we still walking in the ways of God. He's moving, he's ready to drop it. We go receive it, right? And so we go celebrate what he's done. And so that's kind of been what I've been, you know, facing within this season. Um, and I'm very, very grateful and I'm thankful. And I'm even walking in contentment with the growing pains. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I'm excited about what God is doing. And, you know, again, guys, we want to hear more from you all too about what is going on in your life and how you guys can connect with us and engage with us in any area. If you're going through growing pains, if you're uh, wanting to learn more about the gifts you have, if you are in transition like Roz um, and wanting some support there when you're when you're looking for your expected in or, you know, if you're like Chaz, you know, in her conversations with her with her relatives about being tired, but still being in the place of gratitude and really empowering what, the, what you say and what you believe. And so um, we're super excited to connect and engage with you. And we hope that this dialogue has meant has been mean, meaningful for you all, because we definitely have just been sharing what's been um, upon our hearts. But um, now we want to transition a little bit over to our Did You Know section. And I want to ask Chaz to give us some tips and facts and stats about um, what you have for our Did You Know. Gotcha. Thank you. So for our Did You Know segment, uh, I'm going to share a little bit in regards to, uh, again, focusing on gratitude. So there's been studies that have been um, proven, one from Harvard University, um, that says gratitude helps people have a better heart. So there's just opportunities for you to think about your own body and knowing that you can be grateful for things and that will help you. Um, there's also been studies that were shown from University of California at Berkeley um, where it also helps improve your sleep so you can have a more restful, deeper sleep. So just thinking about that, um, try to find ways that you can be grat uh, excuse me, grateful um, whether it's one simple thing or if you can have a whole laundry list, that's fantastic. But um, do what you can to think about something that you're grateful for every day. Um, for me, it's my husband. You know, I didn't meet him until 
um, or essentially re-meet him until late in my 30s. Um, and we didn't get married till I was in my 40s. And so every day I tell him I'm so grateful for him. So he recognizes that he was worth the wait and he's the love of my life. And so I'm hopeful there'll be something that you can say you're grateful for every day. And if it's a person, let them know. And just know that that's going to even spread more gratitude and love um, through your community. Uh, so next up, uh, I'm thinking, Roz, we may have a word of encouragement. I do. I do. Thank you so much, Chaz. So the word of encouragement for this episode um, is uh, did you know facts highlight the multifaceted impact of gratitude on our physical and, and mental well-being, which makes sense, right? Um, Psalms 95 and 2 uh, guide us as we explore this journey of thankfulness. And what Psalms 95 and 2 says is let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. May this wisdom resonate in our hearts. And so basically um, the word of encouragement is just basically allow God um, to put you in a posture of thankfulness at all times, no matter whether it's in season or out of season, whether you feel like you're in the right place at the right time, or if you feel like you're in a total wrong place, God will change all that up. And if you have a posture of contentment and the right heart posture, God will see you to the next phase or to the next transition. So stay encouraged and we love you here at Be Abundant. Yes, we do. We love you. Thank you so much, uh, Roz, for their word of encouragement and thank you chastity for uh, the did you know section and so we definitely want to thank you guys for walking and uh, listening in with us through our reflection on all things gratitude and contentment and, and being steadfast um, again we want to always um, let you know that we're here and we're praying for you and we want to hear from you all too. What is it that you want to know more about? What did you want um, us to kind of talk and dive into? Um, so we, there are many ways for you to connect with us, but the best way is through our website at www.ubabundant.com um, or even on our Instagram page at Be Abundant. And so we would like for you to share this episode with someone, your friends and your community. And we want to grow this community, right? So if you really enjoyed this episode, we want you to subscribe, rate and review it on all of our platforms. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and others. Um, and so again, if you need prayer, we're down to pray for you. We're down to intercede for you. We are a community of trust. Like we really, really um, are big up on integrity, big on safe spaces, and big on building trust. And so just know that if it's something that you want to keep close to your vest but want prayer on, we can do that with you and stay in agreement with you without it being leaked or anything like that. But if you would like prayer or need any type of intimate conversations with us, we also do um, uh, prayer calls as well, but you can email us at connect at ubabundant.com if you're interested in prayer. Also, you know, we do, we are always exploring and looking to grow and engage with people. So if you want to partner with us, we're open to collaborations with businesses, organizations, and individuals who are passionate about making a 
positive impact. We have multiple collaborative partners, even with our own institutions here. We have Be Abundant, which we have the podcast here. Be Abundant also serves uh, businesses and business owners who are looking for coaching skill sets and coaching and consulting needs around sales and marketing, as well as HR business solutions and more to come on that. And then we have Generation Us. That's where the prayer and the ministerial pieces come from. We have retreats that are coming up in 2024. So stay tuned for that. And then if you have a specific need or a community need, or you know a family that's in need, we have our organization Garden of Destiny that has resources for families in your local community. So anything from items such as clothing, uh, baby items, um, things that you may need for your home. Uh, We do have resources. And if we don't, we do know we do have other partners that we can send you to. So just want to be a place of hope and a place of support for you all. And so We know um, that being abundant is such a mindset change and such a mindset shift, but we do that by putting our mind steadfast on Christ. And so we want to engage with you all and connect with you guys in all things abundant. And so thank you all for being here today. And so we hope and pray that you guys have a happy holiday season and pray that God continues to provide and protect you all and that we all are walking in God's love and grace. So we want you all to stay blessed and we hope to see you all soon on our next episode. So thank you all and be abundant and be a blessed. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Be abundant for such a time as this. Tune in, subscribe now, and let's embark on this journey together.